Welcome to Kicking It. We are back with our second episode, and we have a very special guest today, my sister, Julia. So I'm very excited to have her on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Very excited to be here. So what are you what are you up to today? You're taking a walk right now. Yes, I'm crossing 57th Street on um, 6th Ave. I'm going to sit in the park. Nice. How's the, yeah. how's the weather out there right now? Uh, it's about 60 and um, partly sunny. It's pretty good. It, it doesn't feel that cold and a lot of people are out and about, which is nice. That's awesome. The, yeah, the weather's the been warm warming weather. up. It's been nice to have warmer weather. Yeah, what's the weather like uh, in Denver right now? Um, it's pretty. It's been pretty windy. Like yesterday, I went outside and I almost got blown away. By the oh way. wow! <laughs> like the it whole was it was of... moving my whole car. Yeah, um, that's scary. Windy too. So hopefully that'll cool off because it causes like a lot of fire warnings because it's hot and dry and windy. So, oh yeah. I was told yesterday by our apartment complex that like a fire started in the mulch. Oh like gosh. outside the building and I was like in the dirt and they were like yeah in the in the dirt that was weird what's that happened yeah, I don't know anyways so Julia lives in Manhattan so we're kind of on different ends of the country right now um but we just got back from seeing her and her husband Dan um over Easter weekend and yeah, we always have a good time with them. And my sister and I are very close. So I couldn't wait to have her on the podcast. Um, so Julia. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about you. You are an accountant and you are now moving upstate soon, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so about myself, I, as, as you could probably hear, I live in Manhattan and Missy already said before, um, it's pretty noisy and it's, it's gotten noisier since um, COVID has been, you know, uh, people have been coming back to the city since uh, there's less COVID going on. But yeah, I definitely. Mean, it's kind of like, yeah, I kind of like the ambiance in the back though. You can hear the, <laughs> the angry New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been at my current job in accounting for the past um, like two and a half years. Um, we just finished a busy season and so it's finally nice to be able to relax and go for walks in the park without having to worry about running back to my work or emails. So that's been good. Um, Definitely. But yeah, I guess, yeah, I went to school up in Binghamton and I also, um, wait, what was I saying? Went to school in Binghamton. You can edit this out. Oh yeah, no worries. So you went to school in Binghamton and so Julie and I are actually, we were raised as twins. So we started off in kindergarten together and we are the same age. We have the same birthday. Um, and she graduated from, uh, from high school three years early, just because she's so smart. Well, I graduated in three years. Oh yeah. So I, I graduated. Years, you'd be yeah. really smart if you graduated three years oh, early. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it'd be um. Sorry, she graduated in three years. <laughs> yeah, so I finished in three years, and then I went to a community college for one semester, um, for the price reason, 
And then I transferred yeah, kids, to- Yeah, kids, if you don't know what you want to do or whatever, community college is not bad. I used to always yeah. think, don't there's go to big, community college. There's a big stigma around it. And because also like everyone um, at school, like guidance counselors and even your peers are always like, what school are you going to? What school are you going to? And they, they come out with these like fancy private schools that cost a lot of money. And it's like, you don't want to say you're going to community college, but then- it's At almost end, like embarrassing when you're in high school yeah. to say you're going. But then for home. me, yeah, I saw it as, oh, no, I'm only spending $3,000 on tuition for the first semester. And then I'm transferring to a school that's almost the same price. Um, why would I go to a private year, a private school for one year and spend so much money to then transfer anyways? So no, that's that totally my, makes sense. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, route. I had wished a little bit that I had started with community college. Cause when I went to college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And you end up wasting kind of a lot of money. Um, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to waste any money or time. And, um, so yeah, then I went to, so I transferred to the business school at SUNY Binghamton. Um, and Dan happened to be my husband. He, um, we, I can tell that story later, but we oh, both yes, were we in the business good, school story. <laughs> and then, um, both got jobs in the city, got married, and then came to the city. And we've been here since. Um, and it's been good. Despite dollar COVID, pizza, yo. Good. Hit it up. Yeah. yeah the, the first place pizza. we stop when we visit them. I'm also Amazing. from New York, but we grew up on Long Island. So being able to visit them in the city is, is pretty cool. Um, we used to go as kids a lot, but we never had that uh, yeah, no, lifestyle. Was- so it's cool to go see them and yeah it living in the city compared to being a tourist in the city is uh, i guess like night and day because when i was younger like visiting the city was so like nerve-wracking for me or i just would get like nervous with all the noise and the people and like i wasn't used to it um and so when in college when i had to come into the city for recruiting events for my um accounting firms and, and such like stuff like that we we're basically invited into the city and they said, okay, come to the city and we'll put you in this hotel and we go to this restaurant. But like, it was all on you to get down to the city to like navigate your way through the grid system of the city. And I was initially for like one of the first few events, I was like, oh my gosh, okay. I have to go down to Penn station, take a bus down there, then get out and like figure out. Yeah. It's um, definitely like a lot where I'm going. Yeah. And so I feel like I've come a long way since, since that part. And I, I always was just like, wow, if I'm going to live here, like I need to just tackle, tackle my fears of like getting around the city. Well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going, I mean, it's so big and there's so many, so many streets and so many things and places and neighborhoods, um, to navigate around. And you also, then not only do you have the, the streets, but then you have the underground, of course, which is a subway system. Yeah, the subway difficult to navigate at times too because they'll break. Sometimes you think something's going downtown, but it'll break away to the east side. So, yeah, the first time it's definitely hard to kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, definitely. When Dan and I, when we had our internships the summer after, what was it? The summer after our junior year, um, we lived on the Upper West Side and we had to practice taking the subway like the first couple days that we were in that apartment because we hadn't, we had not like 
commuted on the subway and I didn't oh, pass yeah. me before. Oh, yeah, I remember that little apartment. Yeah, so I that was, was really nice. Yeah, that kind of, like, warmed us up to the city and, like, we loved it more than we were expecting. And I was just like, wow, everything's, it's, like, college, but expensive. In a and sense, adults. Like, like, yeah. People are growing it's, with you because there's all ages in the city. Yeah, and it, also everything was so convenient. Like, a campus would have your all your necessities right in the in the whatever five mile radius like it's so similar to that um and then we also had friends that were doing their internships around the same time as us that were in the city at the same time so we would all like get together and hang out um so it's been it's been really good and those friends went on to also accept jobs in the city so like we've we have game nights and like we hang out with them frequently. Um, so it's been really nice, but yeah. And there's some people from, yeah. from our hometown that, he, um, or he, I guess some of Dan's friends too, that are in the city. So it's nice to have people kind of from, it seems like you have people from all certain times, periods of your life kind of available and you can just hang out with them and get together. And then you're also meeting new people, which is actually yeah. really funny Super because nice. we've both met pretty good friends on Bumble BFF. Um, oh yeah let's talk about that yes okay guys bumble bff is super great i moved out to colorado like two and a half years ago and i didn't know anyone except my uncle and my cousins um and and i just jumped on bumble bff it's a little shady at first because you're like wow this is so weird to make friends online um oh yeah definitely so i like it took me a while yeah it took me a while to like meet up with people and like be comfortable with that. I probably like would be like, Hey, what's up? And like find things in common with people. But then it would probably take me like a month or two at, at first to, well, we were also in COVID as well, but it would take me a little bit to make plans. <laughs> and I think people feel that way, but like, I swear to you, yeah, every person I've met met in person on Bumble BFF, I've become friends with and now are friends with. Um, so I think Julie's had yeah. a similar situation that way with meeting people, but it's such a great app for a new city. If you're, um, yeah. if you don't know anybody and you need to make friends. Yeah, no, definitely. So I heard from Misty that she had what, like she inspired me to download the app. And um, so I did because when I think it was like last summer, last summer, um, Dan had really long hours and I was always hanging out with like my same group of girlfriends from college and I wanted to expand my friend group and I thought oh like how am I going to meet new people and I really I really like meeting new people and so I highly extroverted yeah so I I downloaded the app and I was like oh like maybe I'll find somebody to go to like yoga workout classes with me or we'll go get I don't know dinner or something um and so I found like I think it was two the first two people that I went and met in person were the two people that I just ended up being friends with and didn't go back on the app after it was kind of crazy how well it worked out it um, is yeah that's how it worked out for um yeah for me too it's, it's also nice because they match you based on your interests based on your I guess like your hobbies and and your personality so and you write a little profile like hi I like doing xyz and like so excited to go to workout classes or something and it, it works out um right it's not it, like it, uh like tinder where you have to be super sol- well julie's never been on tinder because she's with, been with her husband since sixth grade but i mean i met my boyfriend on tinder so that worked out well yeah 
yeah um but i but felt yeah. like they matched you better it was less weeding weeding out of friends and people exactly. you could find someone you had right. more in common with easier for me yeah i didn't even like i don't like texting really like back and forth with people i'd prefer to just call or make a plan say and then like go with it so my except my for when plan- you're running on like three hours of sleep and texting me at 7 a.m true <laughs> there are moments where i will text for a while but usually i don't like being on my phone so when i was using the app i would say hi what are you doing saturday like i wouldn't i would say like hi i'm julia what are you doing on saturday and kind of just be very straightforward and some people were like oh i'm doing xyz i'm not free and um that was fine like that's how i would be too i hated like getting to know them over text i'd be like let's go grab coffee or same yeah yeah exactly but yeah so the girl who i ended up the two girls who i ended up becoming close with one of them um actually just moved to london and the other one is moving to boston so it's kind of a bittersweet uh thing because we're we're all like we're friends and like we text and we will probably hang out when they're back in the city or I'm I go to Boston or if I go to London I'll see her um but yeah right but you're kind of spreading out yeah it was like an all-around positive experience and like Missy had said before uh Dan and I we are moving up to Pearl River this summer we have to be out of our apartment so that's another thing like people everyone's kind of going their own ways but it was like a really nice time um yeah to meet new people yeah definitely and I think at our age so we're um obviously if I'm 24 Julia is 24 so we're both 24 (laughs) (laughs) um in case you didn't catch that earlier but I think at 24 you there's so many people doing so many different things and like at this age there's people who aren't set in their jobs that they're going to stay at for the next 20 years. There's people who might be set at their jobs and the location they want to be. So it's really interesting as you move through life in kind of your 20s and wherever life takes you. Yeah. Um, you yeah, I was saying, yeah, I was saying to Dan how like a lot of it's like right now, a lot of people are like moving from their first job to their second job or moving away from the city or doing something else um yeah so it's definitely. like a it's like a transitionary period which kind of like, makes sense it's almost like you it's leave like, college and you have four years in college and then you're in your early 20s your first job and then that kind of moves on and it's kind of the same yeah thing. it's like you're moving on a certain portion of it uh, is of yeah it is kind of like that it is kind of like that feeling yeah stages of life man yep but yeah, we have to, so since I was so busy with busy season, <laughs> busy with busy season, um, accounting we, jokes. Yeah. Kind we <laughs> Kind of, there are some, I, I would have to look them up, but I could give you some accounting jokes. Um, not going to lie. Yeah, I'm so loving I, the birds in the background. Oh, really? Okay. Hopefully they're not too <laughs> annoying. You can probably, no, you could probably edit like them out. No, I actually really like it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Very soothing. Yeah, I'm sitting. I'm sitting on a rock. Nice. <laughs> so, Central Park rocks, guys. If you haven't yeah. been, you should. It's very nice in the sun. Sun came out. Nice. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So we didn't have. I didn't have the time to commit to like looking at homes and doing the whole like process of buying a house. We're, we want to buy a house. Um, 
right pro river or like buying a house on top of all of what you were doing and then in this current market is also crazy but so yeah but yeah so like we're extending our lease hopefully that will go through we're waiting on our building to say like yeah you guys can extend it for just two months because all we need is about two or three months to um start going up to the pro river area and like looking at homes um right because that's that's where dan's uh new job is so we're going to be like going up there because right now he's commuting so for um, and you, I'm those still- of you who don't know it's about um pro yeah, river is on the border of new jersey and new york um and it's on the west side of the hudson river it's about a half an hour north of the city yeah it's about yeah about a half an hour north of the city but with traffic um it's closer to like 45 minutes but any 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 um any travel time we give you just multiply that by three and then you're good for new york (laughs) (laughs) yeah the traffic gets bad um but yeah so he goes up there into the office they're in the office monday through wednesday and i'm still fully remote but i go into the office on 51st and park ave uh those same days because i don't like being in the apartment for like so many hours by myself like not seeing another person and yeah i'll go out for the walks but i feel like being in the office it's like a different uh like i feel more productive and it's a different different change of pace i guess um, that makes sense so being how, in our one, one bedroom apartment so what will your commute be like from pearl river down uh to your park avenue office when you move and you're only gonna do two days you said i probably would only do one day a week one if day. my group only if my group goes in okay. for one day like right now we're in the early stages of talking about maybe going in but it won't even be mandatory mandatory so it's nice because if i'm if we're up in pro river and i decide like i don't even want to go back to the office i feel that I, it would be okay if i still work remote like remote well I mean you've been doing it for two yeah almost two years now yeah and my group is very flexible and understanding and they know how commuting is like it's such a nuisance especially if you live like in Jersey or or far away from the city right now I can't really speak because I live like 10 minutes away from the office so that's too that's why yeah it's a 10 minute walk so that's why it's so easy for me to just go in um that makes sense I mean I think yeah so what I learned is so uh, in New York, people don't mind commuting because in all honesty, you don't have a choice unless you live in Manhattan and you can walk to your job. Otherwise, you're always going to be taking a train, a car, a subway, a bus, whatever it is. And it takes forever. Like even yeah. on Long Island, it your commute says a half an hour. It's probably going to be an hour. And so when I moved out to Colorado, where everyone's very chill and the lifestyle is very different and people don't want to live really super far from a grocery store, especially if you live in the suburbs, the mountains are different, but commuting is not desirable. And I guess growing up in New York, I just never realized like people did it because they had to, whereas my boyfriend, he's from South Carolina and he's like, I don't want to drive more than 10 minutes to a grocery store or I don't want a 30 minute commute. I have one right now, but his is about 15. So we're figuring that out eventually because it's just not a thing that people, I guess you don't, if you don't have to do it, why do it? Right. Yeah, exactly. If you can situate yourself as close as you can to the office or not even go into the office, like that's ideal. And COVID has kind of changed the mindset of that old school, like nine to five 
five in the office all the time um, mentality. And it's like, it's, it's been good because we've been able to be productive and not and be in just, the office. Also, you can be so much more productive in um, your personal life too. Like, yeah. Just oh, yeah. being able to work from home. Like if you have to run to the post office or whatever, you can literally bang out all of your work and then yeah. you can like vacuum your apartment. So it's like, it's very easy to mesh those things. I guess for some people, they might have a hard time separating work from, from home. Like I know my, my boyfriend, he doesn't, John doesn't like to work from home because he feels like uh, he gets distracted or, so I guess it depends on the person. Um, yeah. But I love, I love yeah. working from home. I feel like I get so much done, so much more done for works at times and at home. And um, I just feel very productive. Yeah, definitely. So it's a good way, good way to do it. I've eaten yeah. so many Sour Patch Kids. Uh-oh. <laughs> Those bags that she sent us are ginormous. Our mom gave us a lot of um, Easter candy. And actually, Misty, I'm sorry, but I sent you my Sour Patch Kid bag. So you're going to get another one in the mail soon. Dude, I'm going to like, Did- I'm going to get diabetes. <laughs> Don't eat them all at once. Put them in the closet and save I'm them like for later. I'm like looking at all this candy because oh my god! So I, <laughs> I left the Easter basket out for so long, and actually it's still here. John was supposed to take it out on his way out, um, but I kept like dr- to the trash. No, like just the basket itself. I took the candy out and put it in the uh, cabinet. Oh, but nice. I keep tripping over the Easter basket, and you know yeah. how there's all the. Um, all like what is it called the paper the confetti i don't know like the, the fake the fake moss it's like yeah confetti. like the fake grass grassy stuff oh the tinsel it's kind of like tinsel it's not yeah tinsel. it's like tinsel i kept tripping over it like i don't know why there's it's a tiny little basket but my foot kept getting caught on the handle and uh. i lift my foot really aggressively <laughs> and all the candy would fly across the living room and it happened like four times it just it happened just before i got on this this zoom call with you and i was like that's it we're throwing the basket out i can't be picking up candy anymore it's gotta go (laughs) gotta go it was very wow so julie and i are um obviously we're twins we're very close but we are also pretty well actually i'd say we are we're more similar now than we used to be but growing up together we were very we were polar opposite kind of like fought a lot we did fight a lot but we were also just very different personalities when we were kids like I think now we kind of met in this certain middle ground of like um personality we still have obviously our very own personalities but they're more right but we grew older now we grew up yeah I would say just because we were kids like we just well if anyone's a twin out there please let us know how you felt growing up because I don't know I think part of it's like how you're raised but also part of it is just like that competition between I mean it may be less between boy and girl twins but for both of us like we weren't it got so bad where we would be so competitive we weren't allowed to play the same sport in high school because then we would have uh, competition about teams Julie's always been a lot more responsible than me and she's um she always, from the get-go, had her head on straight. Me, I was more of, like, the younger child vibes, um, which actually, I was just talking to John about this. Um, but I was more of the younger kid vibe. Like, I 
Julia and I were like I was five always years like, old. I was like, I feel like I was always like, Misty. She was always momming me because she thought I was doing ridiculous things, which I probably was. But she'd be like, Misty, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> and she'd kind of like <laughs> shake her finger at me as kids. Like, no, you're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> But we should tell um we should tell the tooth story where I pulled out your tooth. Yeah, I definitely was. Oh yeah, okay. So how old were we? Like, uh, like four, four, five, four, probably. Five, maybe five, five or six. What do you think? We were in Vermont, still, so I think we were four. We were we were young. Yeah. We were young and we were playing this and Misty was but we didn't have a leash or anything, so we used um like christmas wrapping ribbon like a big long oh sorry like, uh ribbon julia you just cut out really quick um yeah so we were playing house oh that's what Blue it was. was the dog and i was the owner and we were using this ribbon as her leash and what happened and we didn't want to put the leash around my neck because smart girls choke. smart little four-year-olds yeah we're, to like, choke each other out. we're like i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah, not going to get choked here. But it was actually worse because I had put the ribbon in my mouth instead. I was like, oh, let me just bite it. Like, it's fine. Like, if you, and then I was like, yeah, I was I was like, woof, woof. And then I said, Misty, Misty, uh, walk me. Like, pull the leash, pull the leash. She literally yanks the <laughs> ribbon and I'm biting on it. Okay. And I had a wiggly tooth in my, like, I had a so the ribbon bowl. wrapped around her tooth. It like, I don't know what happened, but basically Misty ripped my tooth out with the ribbon and I'm like screaming and like it was just it was I do remember it was traumatic but then I ended up getting and that I was like, like back in the day where like yeah I mean, we got spanked which is I'm not did, against did we get in trouble did I, you get in trouble I mean, for that you got coddled I, because you had a tooth ripped out I got spanked because I ripped your tooth out see I don't know if yeah I feel like I don't know I I feel like I was an equal um what's the word Oh, you got in trouble too? No, I didn't get in trouble, but I feel like because I said Missy Pull, like we were just playing. I feel like you shouldn't oh, have gotten yeah, in trouble. Oh, yeah, no, for that. like I mean in the end it it was just playing, like, but I got I, in trouble. I told for you. It. I basically told you to rip my tooth out. <laughs> I said Missy well, Pull. That's just yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if you needed to pull with that four or whatever. You yanked it. But yeah, I don't know. It was very funny. I mean, that it's was funny so funny. now. It wasn't funny then. Yeah, good thing it was a baby tooth. But yeah, there Oof. were so many. There's we have so many stories as kids, but that is just like one, like I guess prime prime example of younger, older energy of even as yeah. twins. Like I definitely took on that younger sibling part, and I was just a little little bit of a menace. I was my dad you were was, yes, no, you were a menace, and I was like. Uh, what would you call it like I just was like very quiet you were like, just chill man you were chilling I, all the time I did my crafts I played with the cat like <laughs> your crafts I would play like hide and seek with the cat and I I thought that she could like speak English with me it was, it was very weird <laughs> wait I didn't know that no you remember Angel the <laughs> wait, cat? I didn't know that you played that game with her I do remember I played with her, her so much yeah I loved that cat and Rebby I know she used to put our um we had a very kind of dog-like cat named Rebby and um well we've we really wanted a dog so I kind of made the cat act like a dog sometimes like I'd put the cat on a leash and take him outside she'd push him in a stroller 
yeah, he didn't like it. And he'd like run back to the house every time. And I'd be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Look and at my dog. I actually got a dog and she started putting him. Okay, so ladies who were in high school in like the 2000s, um, like mid 2000s, you know those like Sophie, so- are they Sophie? Whatever. Those little shorts. Oh yeah. That all the shorts. girls would wear. Um, yeah, those like really tiny shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, she would put our dog in those shorts. And then yeah, I put him in a, in a t-shirt. I kind of <laughs> wish this was a video because then we could show little clips. But there was also, she put the dog in one of our baby bonnet co- costumes. I almost want to call it a costume because who wears that? Whatever. It was very funny. She yeah. was always walking out with different outfits. and The poor dog. But he's still around. He, yeah, he made it. out. He's still kicking. He's the favorite kid, man. I know. Our mom feeds him um, really fancy, like, rotisserie chicken, brown rice with, like, um, salmon oil on top. Sounds weird, but the dog eats well. So, yeah, he, he's, uh, we get, we get out here getting burnt eggs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <dear>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we go further with the burnt eggs <laughs> so mom kind of listens to this podcast but as of recent events mm. she's not making us eggs anymore thanks <laughs> um, um anyways anyways we are very close now we have so much fun together um if you have yeah. a sister you're lucky. I would say I did. I hated having a sister for a really long time. And now I'm like, damn, what the heck? She's the best. Because the other thing is Julie and I, we were adopted when we were babies. So we've known, and this is, I love to say this because it's true. And it's kind of cool. Like we have known each other longer than we've known anybody else in our current life, even like our mom or our dad, because we were in the we were hanging out together. We were hanging out in the orphanage chilling exactly. <laughs> straight chilling but yeah we used, to, uh, we used to like crawl into each other's cribs when we were babies and all kinds of stuff so it's really cool to have a sister I yeah. think when you're younger I think this goes honestly for a lot of siblings especially same gender close age siblings you don't always appreciate your sibling oh no I took it for should. granted no, so yeah. did I and we were but now being close to them and also kind of coming out on the other end of like childhood and being able to say, wow, we actually have a lot more in common in terms of everything that we went through in life. We have a lot more in common and how can we bond over this? I think that really helped Julie and I become closer. And now I go visit her, she go visits me. So even though we're um, in different parts yeah. of the country, it's been really cool because we have a closer bond and a closer relationship than we ever did. Being yeah, so I think, yeah, it's weird how that happens. Like you, some people think that like being, I, or not some people think, but you might think that if you're closer, like physically to somebody, then you're like closer, but we lived in the same house and we wanted to rip each other's heads off. And now right. we're like miles and miles states away from each other. And like, we talk almost every day and it's just, it's funny. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. funny how it, the, it's changed, funny how, yeah, your perspective changes and how it's really about the relationships you build with people uh, and the effort you put in more than 
the location or the distance or whatever it is. And I think, yeah, it's pretty exactly. cool. The lo- yeah. Because even though we only, we don't see each other a lot, like we FaceTime all the time. Like Misty plays Fortnite with Dan and I like hear Misty's voice in the living room when I'm working or something. So it, and Julia, we play in those feels trap like, box uh, in the background. Those yeah are, those <laughs> those know. and then gotta gotta keep it spicy um <laughs> julie has this very yeah. funny comedy side that um that luckily i think it's nice only not too many people get to see but she just becomes hilarious and well it's a lot of yeah fun. especially especially when i'm tired i become very giddy very slap happy yes <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's great. And then also, I mean, like her husband and my boyfriend, they get along well. So it's been just really fun these past few years seeing our relationship evolve into this really cool, this cool thing where we can just hang out and be friends and have a good time. And it's cool. Get with your siblings, guys. Make amends. Be nice to them because they can be pretty cool. Also, I will say Julia and I are not biologically related. Yeah. So choosing the people in your life just because they're family, they don't have to be biologically family. All the people I love in my life are not actually biologically related to me. But that's a story for another day. Yeah. Oh, you want to tell it? I can tell it. Um. So yeah, we're not biologically related. But um, the story was like growing up and even to my parents, uh, it was that we are biologically related. Um, But the way that like, so we're adopted from China. We were adopted at a year and a half old. So we were were really quick. We were adopted in 1999 in May. So that was right before they, um, basically the orphanage were orphanages weren't allowed to release any information or they weren't obligated to, if they did in 2000, that essentially changed a little yes. bit where if they had information, they could release it about bio families. Yeah. We did not have so, that. Yeah. Because of the one child policy, it was basically very hush hush when you had a baby that you could not keep because you already had one at home. So a lot of the children that were brought to orphanages were like, the information about their families would never be found. It would be the baby was just left at the orphanage. Um, so that was most likely the case for the two of us. And what's interesting was my mom. So filing all the paperwork for the, or like adoption, uh, my mom and dad, they both wanted twins and they were like, we want two girls or we just want two babies that are twins. And so they were supposed to go to China um, with the group of the other parents who were adopting, but the twins that my mom had requested were not ready. The orphanage called and said, oh, hi, like we don't have twin baby girls or we don't have twin baby boys. Um, would you guys like accept one? And um, my mom was just like, oh yeah, we can come and get one. Like, it's fine. We don't, we don't need to wait again for two. But then a week later, the orphanage called and said, oh, wait, 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 we have two. You guys can come. So my mom and dad, they went over to get us. Um, but the weird thing is that they sent, they sent a picture in the mail to my mom and dad and said, this is your baby. Like, these are your babies. I'm not baby joking. The, 
the picture that they sent of both Misty and I is not us. For starters, like we first of all, are, it's not either of us, and second it's of all, not it's two us. pictures it's a, of the same baby. It's a totally different Asian baby that they took a picture of in two different angles and said, "These are your twins." And that baby, like, we're not identical for starters, and we're not that kid. So they basically just sent a lie. And my mom was like, "Oh, I always thought that was you guys." I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Like. When a baby's a year and a half, you can kind of tell like what they look like. And also, those just, babies looked like they were six weeks old, and we were like yeah, sixteen months. <laughs> we were like, yeah, a little bigger than that. So, anyways, my mom and dad they didn't think really too much of it. They were just thrilled to be going to get their children, which makes sense. Which is debatable. Uh, but, should they have even gotten children? But anyway. Well, then the later on, they were like, oh, um, my mom is just thinking how like. She's like, yeah, you and Misty don't really look much alike. And you guys aren't, you're like very different. Um, Maybe one day, like in the future, you might want to do like DNA testing or something like it's, and to me, it's trivial. Like, I think it's funny that the orphanage just tried to say like, yep, these girls are your twin babies. And we laugh about it a lot. We're not like wounded because we're like, we're not in all. And and this is like, this might be very blunt and like real, but in all honesty, we're not related to anybody in America or in our family or the people we know. So that one more person, we can still have our, our quote unquote sisterhood without being blood related. Yeah. So for me, it was just trivial because I was just like, oh, that's so funny. And they tried to do that. And like, we were laughing about it quite a bit. Yeah, she was just like, oh, uh, I took you both to a phone doctor as soon as you were adopted. And the phone doctor said that you both were, yeah, like around the same age. Um, like the birthday that the orphanage, the only information that the orphanage gave out was your birthday. That's it. They like no information about your parents or your like where you were. When and you the were name that you had on your birth certificate was um, the name that the orphanage gave yeah. you. Exactly. So like it so wasn't our the names. names of like our our parents our birth parents gave us it was we got to the orphanage they gave us a birthday and they gave us a name exactly so we don't my birthday and your birthday could be December tenth December fourth but we're December seventh <laughs> so Pearl Harbor Day a, yeah Pearl Harbor Day so it's just like. I, I don't know if if it if our birthday is December 7th. Um, so what we're saying is for the people who yeah. out there who are going to be like, oh, my God, you could be 30 years old or you could be like 16. No. <laughs> we yeah, no. were born in 97 because <laughs> I love when people are like, oh, shit, are you 28 years old? And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. It's more like, like probably- we could have been born in October, November or December or we could have bor- been born like a few months later than December in 98, but it's not like years off. Okay. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. We would have, we would have had to been like walking and like talking for exactly. us to be like 30, but when we were <laughs> well, adopted. No, honey, that's the math. There. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Right. Because if we were adopted at like, that would, that would mean that we would have had to been adopted around like five or six years old. Honey. <laughs> Do you know when kids start walking? No, we weren't walking though, Misty. We weren't walking at a year and a half. I'm saying we would have had to have been a lot older. Uh, okay. At the point, do you understand what I'm saying? At the point of adoption, we would have had to have been like five or six walking no, like, and talking. I get you. I get, 
like walking and speaking Chinese, but right. we obviously weren't. No, I get. We you. obviously weren't. We almost so, had an older sister, though. Our mom almost took home another little girl. Yeah, we would apparently. have had another. Yeah, the, it was actually sad. Like when you're older in the orphanage, um, not as desired to be adopted. Kind of like, yeah, you're the parents want younger children, and so the young, like the older kids at the orphanage, wouldn't get adopted. And this one girl who followed my parents around in the orphanage um, was really trying to go home with them. And my mom and dad both said, like, yeah we or our mom and dad they were like we want we wanted to bring her home but we didn't have the paperwork ready and so they would have had to go through another year and a half of paperwork exactly and girl yeah they had already done with us like but they had waited two and a half years for us so it was hard but i mean same thing with the foster system in america which is a whole other deal for me like i think yeah it's bad but it's hard so but now we're thriving as yeah usa usa and i've done the did you do the 23 and me i did do we did the 23 and me we are not related unless we have a dad that biologically like yeah dad i think that's the error right that you can't get the dad information when you're a girl unless you have a brother do it you might be right i don't know but I have like a bunch of fifth cousins, fourth cousins. Like I don't know. I don't. It's like. So we're always. We. I feel like there are probably more people in in China, like the mainland China, that are even more closely related to the two of us. But I don't know if if like I don't know if people in China are doing twenty three and Me. You know what I'm saying? Like the data is just probably not available. And so right. the people and that I think are it's very it. interesting because yeah. we obviously show we, we even though we're not biologically twins, we we did show up at the same orphanage. So we were obviously born in the same area um, and have yeah. ancestry in that. So it's very interesting because you kind of start. You just wonder for your own interests, like, oh, it is. Yeah. And like, like a bench so foreign mm-hmm. for us. It is really foreign. Like people have said, like, are you going to go back to China? Um, and I'm like, I. I don't really have an urge to go there. It, it sounds weird, but like I, well, maybe, maybe it's not weird. I just don't know. I, I don't have an urge. Like I, yeah, that I was born there, but it's not really who I am. Like I, we I'm are an, so, yeah, we yeah. are ethnically Chinese, but in terms of nationality, we're just American. Like we're Americanized. We're cultured in America. That's how we were raised. And I think that I find the culture interesting, like in terms of like the Great Wall of yeah. China and like the it's history. Like super old. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, America only goes back, what, like 500 years or something like that? Not even. Yeah. Um, so I do think that is interesting, but I don't have a huge thrill to go back either. I think there's a lot of other places I'd like to see. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but maybe one day. Maybe <laughs> one day. Maybe we'll go and like I'd like to see the Great Wall of China and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe the tourist things like that. But we've had a very interesting life. And I think the coolest thing about having like like where we are today as sisters is like we're pretty aligned with just where we are in life, I feel like, in certain ways. So it's just so nice to have someone who 
is your age and is going through similar things, or you can share experiences or even like whatever it is. And just having that person to relate to and you're so comfortable with is cool. Preach it, sis. Yeah. Like we've known each other our whole lives. And also it's like, it's funny at times too, because there are things that we know about each other that like maybe a lot of people like other than her husband or my boyfriend don't know. And like, it's funny because we can all get together and joke about it or laugh and so it's a good time. It's a really good time. Yeah. No, it was super fun when we went to, so we went, so Missy moved out to Colorado and then I was studying for the CPA. So I hadn't like all in, in all of 2020, I did not do any traveling. Um, and so then finally in 2021, so last year, February. Yeah, last Feb, it was 2021, February, February 2021. We went out, saw Colorado, like you get into the airport and we're driving back to Misty's apartment um, and you just see the, the mountain range and it's just like beautiful. And I thought, wow, like this place is so nice. And then um, Misty had like, since our first visit, Misty was like, you guys need to come move out here. Like it's great. And like our uncle lives out there. Um, and back when... Um, like back when we first visited, we kind of didn't have any thoughts about moving out of the city or going anywhere besides New York City. Um, but then basically this past, what was it? This, like in the beginning of this year, it was, we almost moved to Denver actually because I was Dan so close got, guys to getting another yeah, transplant over we here. We almost moved to Denver. Um, it was between Denver and the Pearl River job. Um, but we went, Dan went with the Pearl River job because it aligned more with what his uh, career goals are in the future. But it just was sad because we were like, oh man, we really tried to make Denver work. Um, and it would have been fun to like live around the corner from Misty and John. Um, Which who, who's but, to say in five years or 10 years, I might not try again and get them out here. True. Exactly. It, it's not. But you never know um, where people are going to be. Not permanent. But yeah, so no, when we went out to go visit them, it was really fun. We played, uh, what did we, we did like the Frisbee golf, Disc golf which is a Disc huge golf. thing here. Yeah, that was fun. I hadn't really done that, um, except at Binghamton. I, I think I did it a couple of times, but it wasn't okay. as large of a field. So that was fun. Right. And then what else did we do? We went to like a brewery. Oh, peak view on Arapahoe guys in Greenwood village. If you haven't been, you should go. I'm was out here getting free advertisements, but it's, it is so good. Um, and then with us, we went to, um, went skiing at Mary Jane. Was right? that, so that was Julia's definitely Julia's first time in Colorado skiing. And was it Dan? My first too? time. Yeah. Our, our first time on West coast skiing was great. We got the some nice is- powder. They, had, they came at the perfect time in February. If everyone knows that that's like the peak se- peak of the season is mid February. Yeah. So we had some great powder. We went up to winter park. Did we just yeah, do winter that- park? I think we just did winter park. Yeah. Okay. And then they came out and- again this year and we did Vale and just Vale, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are looking forward to more skiing with you guys. Super fun. And but that was also our part- moving upstate now. So um, we'll probably head out there and maybe do a Vermont trip because Vermont skiing yeah. is good too. We just got an icon pass. So. Oh, you got the icon or the epic? I think an icon. Oh, I Dan, think. Dan said you got Wait. the epic. Oh, then we got the epic. 
Yeah, so I got a four-day, I got the icon this year, but I got a four-day epic so I can ski with like you and then and Dan and then um Josh, John's brother also gets the epic for because he's in the military, so I can ski with them a little bit. So I I splurged this year and got essentially oh boy. Well, let's hope for a good season next year. Also, yeah, don't break God, any legs. I better be going a lot if I got freaking two passes. I feel like that's a risk, though. Like, when you buy a year in advance, like, how are you, how do you know that you're not going to, God forbid, like, I don't know, break your leg? That's true. So, and like, then, a lot of people get insurance on their pass. So, like, if they yeah. really do are, are out for the season, I think they have some kind of renewal where you can get the next season. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But it is really early because the next ski season doesn't really start until probably usually december and how they get you though is prices go up in april so if you don't buy it by april you're already paying a hundred dollars more um the closer you get to the date so i don't know we'll see Uh, the traffic's been really bad but hopefully it'll it'll be better this year i think yeah yeah you said that people like a lot of people are coming to ski in colorado but there's not um like there's one main road you said that goes to like the yeah mountains. so that's my thing with the epic is like you have to take 70 or loveland pass or whatever to the majority of the resorts whereas icon you can get off the highway sooner for like eldora or winter park um mm-hmm. so you don't have to sit in as much traffic and i think there's just so many people moving here on top of all the epic passes that were sold last year they just don't yeah. have the capacity the road capacity the mountain capacity and i think it just got pretty crazy this year but i definitely had a better experience with icon yeah so that's good and then also uh when we did that you know uncle rob and um claire and the kids they all get the icon too so that's really nice because we can ski with them like i didn't get to ski with them that much this year or yeah i know we should do more skiing with them it's fun so yeah going to moab oh yeah in june hitting the razors nice yeah I just opened a um what's that oh I said I just opened a sparkling water oh what kind lime and watermelon aha I'm uh I'm babysitting tonight nice I'm so excited I've been having baby fever Ooh. I know I feel like a lot of people are though like my friend Elaine she was like oh my gosh, I have baby fever. And she says it's because her Instagram algorithm is just all babies, which makes sense. Like yeah. if, if your algorithm just has all kid content, then maybe you're going to be more inclined to want a kid. <laughs> Wait, that's actually so funny. So my algorithm, mm-hmm. God, I've never experienced so many ads in my entire life. I, for some reason, they just show me good stuff and then I like it thinking it's someone I follow or whatever. It's not. Yeah. And then Boy. it feeds. Yeah. All wow. right. I, what? Oh, uh, no, I was just going to say I, um, I'm taking a break from Instagram. That's what you said. I haven't, I have to delete TikTok because that's even been becoming a, like, when I'm Does bored, it just I'll like scroll and then you just waste your time on it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I um I have TikTok, but I don't really go on it very much. I made like a couple TikToks, but I don't. I don't. I know like you made that Christmas it. decoration trend one. That was good. 
Uh, yeah. Julia is no, so should... good at decorating. Whenever I buy a house, I've said to myself, and I will literally, I'm just going to give her my credit card and let her shop for my entire house and just design it because. What would you say so my, um, what is my design? Um, like your style? Yeah. It's just very like, it's very clean cut. So the style is very cute like minimalist, with, like little plants and like simple paintings and those very like um it's almost so simple that it's so elegant if that so, like simple and sense. elegant yeah, yeah like the cute little like um boho shelves with wood and like the metal rings she has this really cute circular shelf in her apartment and then oh, also yeah. she's just a crazy good artist so she has like these really cool this really cool painting what's the one you have in your apartment that you did um I painted Long Island yeah like the, out, the Island. outline of Long Island I need to do more crafts such let's do crafts together next time we hang out because yes I'm in um yeah I love it Julie's so but, good at crafts it's great it's if you want a craft well, buddy or if she were to start like some kind of tutorials class it would definitely be like she embroiders do you crochet still yeah, I crochet. I haven't done it in a while, but like I crochet, um, I knit, I I learned how to make bread during the pandemic. It's fun. Oh um, yeah, I want to try that too. I, I made have to make last bread. night. Ooh, which is very so cheesy. Cheesy. I. It's funny. So I. I don't really cook that much anymore, but I feel like you cook a lot. Julie used to cook all the time. And when she first moved in, yeah, that's true. And when she first moved into her um, apartment in New York, I used to go visit them just so she would feed me. Well, I mean, also to hang out, but I mean, the food was nice too. Cause she would make like, she would make chicken fajitas and this amazing salsa. And even when she would come here, she put my cashew chicken dish that I make into like, uh, those rice paper spring rolls oh, so oh yeah good. that was good well, well, I guess you I could definitely say, cook like, a lot more than you do but that's just because you're a yeah. busy girl these days yeah that's true true but um I'll cook more yeah one day one day Julie and I'll be hosting Thanksgiving together oh boy no <laughs> well we won't we won't bring the tea <laughs> yeah well we'll you keep it make, light <laughs> you can make the turkey yeah i can base the turkey bro <laughs> you can rub this you can rub the turkey rub that seasoning yep stuff it up <laughs> oh god i've never made a turkey it sounds so scary oh uh, i would do that i would probably have someone else take out the giblets but i'd make the turkey or we can just make dan and john do it oh my god <laughs> they can put them uh, on the turkey. i'd love to see them make the turkey it'd be really like together that would be pretty funny we should do a turkey competition, like a turkey off. Yes. Like, make a turkey, and then they make the turkey. Yes. Then we'd have too much turkey, though. Well, we'll just have to invite a lot of people. True. All True. right, so um, for this last 10 minutes, I would like to play a little game with you. I guess Yay. not a game. Um, it's what I did last time. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to end my podcast with a little, some little probing questions to get to know my guests because obviously I know my guests very well Julia here but my listeners don't know her as well maybe a little bit more after after having this this little conversation all right are you ready Julia I'm ready 
All right. Question one. What is the most ridiculous nightmare you've ever had? Oh. Is there like a funny one that's like, whoa. You just know it's weird, not real. Gosh, let me think. Yeah, I think it was like when I had a dream. Okay, so I was stressing. I think it was around the time of my CPA exams. I would have like nightmares, uh, stress nightmares. And uh, well, it was like I was You're going so to relatable, school. stress nightmares. That's great. Yeah, I was going to school in my dream, but I forgot to wear an outfit. Like I was completely naked going to school. All I wore was shoes. And I don't <laughs> What know kind of why. shoes is the important question? Do you remember? They were uh, uh, like like little heels like kitten heels it was the weirdest thing I was like so mortified and stressed and then I think I had like an exam that day and I had to go home and I was like what am I doing (laughs) it just was it was just really bad that sounds traumatizing yeah yeah so Julia's brilliant and she like got through college and then she went straight into like studying for her CPA. So she would work in busy season and out of busy season and she'd be studying all the time. Um, Yeah, I would wake up at 4 a.m. and study before work because I couldn't focus after work because I was too tired. Um, But now you're a CPA girl. I know, I did that for all my exams. It just was, it was the way to go. Oh yeah. It just was really, I I didn't have a life that year. But That's okay, you have a life now. It's all that matters. Yeah, it's worth it. (laughs) In the end, it's exactly because now you never have to take it again. You're good to go. Yeah, I know. That's sweet. All right, ready? Question number two What is your go to karaoke song, or what karaoke song would we sing together? She will be loved. She will be loved by oh, Maroon Maroon 5. Five. Mm -hmm. She will, or a Taylor Swift song. Oh, we a Taylor love Swift song. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Maybe like, maybe like all too well, or Cornelia Street. Yeah, or a thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton. So when I was in college, oh yeah, that one too. There's a there's a lot of good ones that come to mind actually, but definitely so, a Taylor Swift. I changed my answer to like a Taylor Swift one. Taylor Swift is just oh what a what a genius. She's too good. I don't want anybody hating on Taylor Swift. She's just girl. She's a she's good. You're good. Almost too good. Um, that's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> but when I I lived in California for a little bit um, after high school, I moved out there um, before I went to college. And Julie was in college, and she sent me a little video of her playing a thousand miles on the piano. It was really sweet. I still have it. Um, also, she used to be really good at piano. Yeah, I would self-teach myself on the um, the YouTube videos. On the YouTube. On the YouTube. <laughs> I would just watch the, I guess, like the learn to play piano. And then I'd just like pick a song. Nice. Yeah, that was, that was sweet. I, uh, I, w- I was good at instruments, but I could never, piano was always a little more hard for me. Um, yeah. Hmm. What what is your favorite joke? Oh, oh my god! I don't know if I have like a a verbal joke that I feel like I like to prank. You are such a good prank. <laughs> tell them about People, the tell them tell like, everyone about the white horse you used to hide around the house. The unicorn. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So our dad gave us this, um, like this little unicorn figurine made of alpaca fur. I think it, it, it just was like a very random, like little pony. So what I do is when I go home, I like put it in random places in the house just to like be funny. So I put it once in, um, or I'll put like other items around the house that don't belong in the area. So like a jar of peanut butter in the shower. Or, she, like, used I'll to put put the- a, she used to put a mini Bible under my pillowcase in high school. <laughs> I'll put the whore, I'll put the horse in the freezer. Um, what did I do recently? Oh, last, no, a few Easter's ago, I, <laughs> I unwrapped. So, you know, those little like chocolate eggs yeah. in the, in the, in the like, what is it? Silver colored silver wrapper. Yeah. I take the chocolate egg out of the silver wrapper and I put grapes in that. <laughs> and then I put that in uh, Gary's Easter basket. So um, like our basically, mom's yeah, our mom's husband. So he loves chocolate and he like grabs a couple of chocolates for the road. We're like driving somewhere. I'm like, oh, great. We're going to watch him open this. He, <laughs> he opens it and he's like, what is this? And at first he was mad and then he was laughing because he was like looking forward to the chocolate. But I just, that was a really funny one. I don't know. I think I saw, I think I saw that somewhere. Like someone did that. And I was like, I'm definitely doing that. Julia's like that person yeah. who would make Thanksgiving dinner and put one of those Cornish hens inside the turkey and tell her kids that she killed a pregnant turkey. Yeah, that, that was a funny video. That was viral too, I think. Like no, a lot it was. Of but those yep. are the kind of pranks she does. And the thing is, you you never expect it from her because she's just so good at being normal that she has this like planned out probably weeks or days ahead of whatever's going on. Or And you would never know. You have never, you would never know that she's scheming. It's really funny. Yeah. So that's how I joke around. I don't really have like. You don't tell jokes. I don't have like dad jokes up my sleeve, but. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing because you'll never be a some. dad. <laughs> but the dad jokes are kind of funny like i will laugh at a a good dad joke dad jokes can be hilarious john has john has some good dad jokes and john's dad has some good dad jokes um all right what is the best halloween costume you've ever worn oh oh let me think and you can say couples costumes because you and dan always have fire costumes yeah i'm just trying to think what was the best okay if we're going on like if i'm braiding the costume based on like comfort because i feel like i dress for comfort a lot like i just like easy stuff with pockets you can relate Mm -hmm. i think it was when i was i think dan and the costume was so easy it was in high school we were married okay mario and luigi or mario and luigi is it mario or mario i don't know okay so we were also Mario. raised by an Italian family, so this is a little embarrassing because I also don't know, and I say I say me. Mario. Me, Mario. I think it's Mario. It's Mario, but I say Mario, <laughs> and I'm not changing so it now. I was Mario, and Dan was Luigi, and I just wore a red jacket and then the hat, and Dan wore a green shirt and the hat, and that was the easiest costume, best costume ever. I it was remember low that one. And it looked good together. It just was like, so no, it was put together for sure. All you all you needed was the hat. Exactly. And you were good. Totally. So yeah, I, I wish we kept those. I've always like what about you? Loved Julia and Dan's costumes because I I was always very lazy that way. So in eighth grade, I, I started being a vampire and then I was just a, a 
a vampire and I put on a cape and teeth every year. And oh, like every year you do the same? Yeah, I was just very lazy. I wasn't about it. And then there was like one year where I just wore regular clothes. I was that, I was that lame kid who's like, I'm going to go as myself. Um, no. <laughs> but my favorite costume that you and Dan ever did was the tourist costume where you guys oh, dressed wait, up as vacation right. tourists. That actually was the best. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. It was so good. And they were in that like these wild button up short sleeve Hawaiian type shirts with large birds like those very eccentric shirts, shirts yeah our shirts said which way to the buffet and then oh, I think the, yeah. other one, the other one was like buffet I'm in yes so- oh my god <laughs> that's right and then they had those t-shirts that said that with the button up shirts open so they just yeah. like and they had like and the then we- Bermuda shorts and Julie I think had we some, also like sun hat we had like a big gulp um yeah. mug thing and then like a, a film camera it was very funny I that was probably my favorite one that you guys did yeah actually that was my favorite now, now that I remember you guys we put so a lot good. of work for that I know yeah. that was awesome all right we'll do one more what mm-hmm. um all right last question here what was the most embarrassing style that you ever rocked like or trend so like this can be a hair trend a clothing trend Oh, okay. Hair. Okay. My worst trend was side bangs. <gasps> yeah. Not, I remember not, that trend. It was not it. And then I'd wear like a headband with it and it just would look really, really bad. Um, oh, well, obviously not but, bad enough because you, that was the era that you, you obtained your husband. That's true. And I also had a side ponytail, which was even weird. Weirder. <laughs> I remember those. So, and I had braces. So I guess, yeah. He likes yeah. me for me. Mine was a bob. Never, Not my ever. looks. But- I cut my hair into a bob when I was in eighth grade, and Julie told me that it looked like my my head looked like the a black marble. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like you- back in the day when like anything no, you, you look- said that was mildly insulting, like was really insulting to me. So I was like, God, I can't believe I just did this, and like. <laughs> I decided I'd never cut my hair that short again what why was it that short you just didn't want to have long hair mom told me it was a good idea <laughs> you listen to mom so, oh, and that's something you believe. Can tell I obviously had a very hard time with this haircut and her because she would just roast me all the time I told you you looked like a black marble <laughs> Which, like now is so hilarious but I was so wildly offended by that when we were in eighth grade I wanted to like die I was like no. I can't believe she said that like how am I gonna go to school tomorrow I'm sorry I was so mean no that's okay we were mean to each other but now it's freaking hilarious yeah oh yeah you're like we were in the barbershop and Julie's like oh Misty your head looks like the back of a black marble <laughs> barber <laughs> the oh, hair no, salon. like I don't know the salon it was like it's a super cuts or something super like cuts all we ever yeah oh. super <laughs> now I just um cut my hair on my own or let Dan cut it yeah she's I don't brave. Like, she lets Dan cut her hair I don't like paying for a haircut John recently let me um kind of help his hair hmm. which is brave that's because nice that is brave. I cut Dan's hair yesterday. How's it look? I can send you a picture later. Okay. I think it looks fine. 
yeah i usually cut updated. it too short but this time i cut it like with enough hair left that it doesn't look like he just got a haircut you know it looks like he just like it looks like he got a haircut and then grew into it for like a week nice so not too bad livable yeah he can still yeah. go to work with it oh yeah no yeah it's good no, i think I'm it's kidding. good <laughs> i don't know i tell him if he sees anything wrong let me know i'll fix it nice <laughs> there you go that's uh that's the way to do it free haircuts man i mean i yeah, usually you buy- get just like a trim and they charge me 20 bucks just like and it takes like four minutes yeah because i'm wildly yeah, terrified of getting my hair cut shorter or taking so difficult it's actually so much money when you can just do it yourself but I, like it might not be straight that's that's the gamble yeah you take all right well oh, man thanks for good. thanks for coming on my podcast mm-hmm. you got it you're the best i have so much fun with you i can't wait to see you soon yeah, hopefully we get to um, hang out soon. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Our um, our listeners are going to love this. Hopefully. They will. Hopefully. Anyways, I had so much fun with you. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you enjoy um, your day in the park and outside. Yeah, have, have fun babysitting tonight. I will. I'm so excited. Get some new jeans. We all need, need new jeans. If everybody's True. talking about buying new jeans, you should just go get new jeans. So don't wear jeans, right, everybody. All right, sissy. All right. See you soon. Thanks See for you. hanging. Thanks for kicking it, should I say. Oh, right. yeah. We're still, you still kicking? <laughs> yeah, we're still alive. That's pretty much what it means. <laughs> we survived this far. All right. Have a Perfect. good day. All right. You too. Bye. Thanks.